0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Two Smoking Microphones podcast. My name's Connor.
1: My name's Harry. Hello, hello, hello.
0: And this is a podcast where today we're going to talk to you all about Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's correct. 18 things. TV and film and specials. Um, TV, films, specials, shorts, whatever the fuck you want. Everything. Everything. Marvel is there for your eyes on Disney+, Plus, except for Spider-Man No Way Home and Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Yes, correct. And <laughs> we are going to
1: talk about all of them and basically just say if we liked them or not. Yep. One
0: sentence for each one. No, we're joking. Um,
1: we're some of you go may through... have
0: heard... Of... Oh, sorry, Cameron. Sorry, what? No, I was going to say what you are going to say. I was going to say, some of you may have heard us talk about before. So, for example, oh,
1: yeah. uh, Spider-Man...
0: Yeah, one division. We had pretty like much big episodes about them. Pretty much all of phase, uh, all the phase one, all of twenty twenty one stuff we spoke about last year.
1: Yeah, so we might speak a bit more about the twenty twenty
0: two stuff than the twenty twenty one stuff. Yeah, um, that's stuff that we haven't touched on that much, except for in our recap things. Yes, but we're gonna go one by one what we liked. Um, we were also there was another rate thing we were gonna do. We were gonna rate each episode. Oh, that's it. We're gonna rate each episode as well based on if it references the blip or not. Okay, okay, nice. Because we, after the discussion we had with um, Wakanda Forever, yes, about how it doesn't. But yeah, we'll start with obviously. Um, first, it's it's this isn't the first episode you're hearing after Christmas, but it is after Christmas if you celebrate Christmas. That is, this is 2023 as you're hearing this. So welcome to it is another year. Congratulations, you made it through 2022. Congratulations! you made it through the last 4 years or whatever yeah. it is now that have just been the worst
1: <laughs> but yeah, we hope you had a wonderful christmas and a great new year we hope you're all safe and well and if you don't um, celebrate
0: christmas we're glad we hope you had a wonderful whatever else you do yeah we just hope you
1: were you were Holiday happy season. good and, yeah you hope you're happy and if you went out we hope you were safe so
0: did you um, know that in 20 in 2030 eid is going to um, fall on the same day as christmas is it really yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's going to be the Battle of the Bands. Um, nice. Santa versus... I don't want to say anything else because I don't really know anything about Eid. Muslims. Yeah, no, um, that's Santa why I've not said Muslims. anything. Santa um, versus Muslims, I guess. I don't know.
1: <laughs> so how are we
0: going are are to... We... Oh, that's when... Sorry, that's when they should release the sequel to <laughs> Violent Night and it should be Santa <laughs> on Eid. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, uh, we'll start with... The beginning of Phase Four, which was delayed, obviously. Um, and we'll, So that's WonderVision, was the first thing. Oh, of, of course it was. Yeah, of course it was. What did you think it was? Oh, I thought it was Spider-Man for some reason. Spider-Man came out in December of last year. Yeah. No. I've, yeah. Far. Or unless you're thinking Far From Home. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Might be. I might be Far From Home came of Phase game. Three. That's the end of Phase yeah. Three. Beginning of Phase Four is Wandavision.
1: Bloody hell! It um, seems
0: like it seems like fucking ages ago. So first off, does it reference to Blip? Yes. <laughs> yes, it does quite so heavily. A, uh, heavily. Mm.
1: In one episode, I'd say.
0: I mean, yeah, it brings when what's her name comes Monica Rambeau comes back and her mum's dead and all that.
1: Yeah, that's a shit
0: scene. Um. They've done that a couple of times, like well, the person coming back, they did it also in Black Widow. But um so WandaVision, what do you what do you think about WandaVision? What did you like, what didn't you like?
1: I mean for WandaVision, I think as their very first Disney Plus series, I think they definitely handled the kind of the week to week element quite well and keeping the mystery engaging throughout. Um I would I would personally say that I wasn't the biggest fan of the final episode um I haven't rewatched it since it came out so um I've only seen it once as with yeah. pretty much all of the the Disney Plus series yeah.
0: well um yeah I, I I again yeah I mean the week to week stuff was what, like made was what made that show really because everyone was speculating about everything as we were going along like oh my god is that is that Quicksilver from the X-Men universe? Oh, no, no, it's just Evan Peters playing Ralph Boner. Um, oh, is it? Is that Mephisto because of the rabbit? Is also Meph- Mephisto something to do with Mephisto or something like that? Oh, no, it's not. It's just a misdirect, like... It was very much played for the oh, this is something and then it wasn't anything. Oh, there's a fly on a curtain, is that Mephisto? Because Mephisto did that in the comics. Nope. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Like, I liked I liked the fact everyone was talking about it every week. Yeah. But then when it got to the finale which you which you know, you're bound to expect when it gets to the finale and it's not exactly what you thought it would be, or it's not as hyped as you wanted it to be, it yeah. it can be a little bit disappointing. And I think I think maybe for, maybe for me, um, Darcy, Kat Dennings' character, like she's such a big part of the series, and then in the last episode she gets like a lion, and then she just disappears. Yeah, no, yeah, she she crashes that truck or something, and she just disappears. So yeah, it felt like a lot of setup for a lot of things, and I think I think what we'll get into and talk about the others, but I think about some of quite a lot of the Disney Plus shows they've been doing is they've been doing really great build up, and then their final episodes
0: just haven't
1: well, landed. That
0: that comes up. With- I, I I thought One Division would have been different comparatively. Now looking back on them all, but um, obviously because they went with the whole episode like episode by episode structure because it was very much like a sitcom. Like mm. you know, it was going through the generations of sitcoms, which I think was interesting. I liked a lot of that. Um, that they were doing that, obviously, but that's what you get when you actually get someone who has done sitcoms, like Matt Shackman, Obviously, was the director. Yeah. yeah. Um. But like. Yeah, it it suffered from what a lot of the show we we're going to talk about more throughout this episode is that like they all seem to be structured as if they were they are like a film, which is bad for a show because you need to keep leaving people, you know, give it, you might you want to leave people wanting more, wanting to see the next episode, but you also want them to be satisfied. Yeah, exactly. With an episode, which I, I think Wonder Vision did did do quite well, and I did like a lot of the story. I like the whole like the approach to like grief and that with Wonder. Yeah, um, she
1: was fantastic as well. Elizabeth Olsen was amazing. Yeah. And the relationship um, with
0: like Vision and that Yeah, even though it wasn't really Vision. Um I think there was there's some good emotional strength in the show overall. Um I can't I do like where it leaves off Vision at the end even though he just disappears and we haven't seen him since, but obviously he's meant to be getting his own show.
1: Yeah.
0: Titled Vision Quest apparently. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Um but uh, and then obviously the way I mean, people obviously t- missed it when we'll talk about, obviously, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Badness. But, like, it does very heavily, in the especially in the end credits, set up that Wanda's probably going towards the bad side, if you want to say it that way.
1: Yeah, it definitely hints towards it.
0: Like, she's just sitting there with the dark hold open. Like <laughs> I did like that, that, that ending, like, you know. Yeah, that was fun. That, Whereas, that was like, really oh, nice. Just, Tease sitting outside a nice little cabin, and then no, not really. She's actually inside reading the Dark Old.
1: Yeah, it was quite a nice little tease for what was to come.
0: I thought thought Catherine Hahn was a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: she yeah. always is though. Oh yeah, she's great. She's great in everything.
0: Um. Uh, but yeah, other than that, like One Division, yeah, I think it's it's good overall, but it does suffer in the uh, finale. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Big lasers in the sky. Yeah, pretty much. Big, big, just floating people blasting each other with lasers, and they obviously get that scene with Vision and White Vision. Yep. I'm trying to remember and it also has has the end credits of a uh, Monica Rambeau being talked to by a Scroll Woman. Oh yeah, setting up for the Marvels. Which um, is weird because isn't she like Nick Fury wants to talk to you or something like that? Yeah. And then the next no, time I think she Nick... just
1: says, I think she just says, "There's someone who wants to talk to
0: you." Oh, okay. I can't remember if it was Nick Fury or if it was just, yeah. Um, is Monica... Monica's,
1: Nick, have they said next, if Monica's going to be in Secret Invasion?
0: No, I don't I don't think they have said anything like that. I don't think she will be. I think she will be next in the Marvels. But however yeah. that, how that comes together, who knows. True. Um, But, in terms of... Okay, so another thing we can talk about for the show, does it have... What is it set up in terms of going forward in the MCU? It does do some multiverse stuff, obviously. Yep. And it obviously does get paid off later with some stuff in Doctor Strange, obviously. Yes. Um, So, it does... It isn't just like a a nothing show that leaves... You know, it does... It has character development, stuff like that. Yeah,
1: it's it's worth watching in terms of where the MCU heads next. Like, if you went into Doctor Strange without watching it, you'd be fine. But if you go into Doctor Strange having seen this, you understand Wanda on a different level to why she's doing what she's doing.
0: Um, so that's that's another thing I'm going to add to this score. So does it does it have a blip? Yeah. Does it reference the blip? Yes. And does it set something up for the future? Yes. Yeah. Um. So cool. It it's it, I I liked it overall. Um. I haven't revisited it, but I would no, like I to someday. Yeah. yeah. Just because I feel like it might be effective as a binge.
1: Yeah, I I'd, I'd agree with you on that.
0: Um. But yeah. Overall, liked it. Um, what? How do we rate? How do I rate shows? How do we rate shows? Did I? Where's my rating system?
1: Well, I was going to say because we've got we've both got a ranking at the end. Should we leave? Should we not rank them until the I wasn't, end? Or I'm not going to say
0: ranking. ranking. I wasn't going to say ranking a position. I was going to say just our ranking, the state, the overall. You know, the the one that I have my ranking system, the five. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. I thought just give it one of those, and like I'll
1: I'll
0: write. I'll yeah. write. I'll, I'll do one for mine and one for yours on here. Okay, Connor's ranking. Uh, Harry's ranking. So, the ranking system is for for TV shows. Number one point is binge-worthy, memorable, just a show, forgettable, or cancelled. <laughs> I would give it memorable personally. Memorable? i'd say that as well but mm... i think it was a
1: strong start i think it definitely got me engaged because i was very a bit skeptical when they announced they were doing shows and it definitely made me go okay i've got confidence in what they're doing but there was a few letdowns it didn't land towards the end but i still think as a whole it was a good watch
0: yeah yeah i'll agree i'll say i'll say memorable um yeah yeah okay um so next 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 is the falcon and the winter soldier
1: um well again
0: this is a a lot with carry on does it reference the blip yes yes (laughs) very much so big 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 point of that is oh no blip people came back and now we've got to try and figure out where we where people live and all that shit and we've got to put people who move during the blip have to go back to their own countries and stuff like that yeah um
1: um for for me with this show again i've not i've not rewatched it um biggest part of me for this show is is i've just forgotten a lot of it <laughs> like not in a ho- i don't mean that in in a crappy way at all it's just it's just i've been a while yeah i loved sam and i love bucky i love their dynamic and i think their dynamic in this show was great um but apart from that nothing else really stands out to me in this in, it stood out to me in this um,
0: okay that that's, that's that's
1: fair i wish it, yeah. i really wish it was like thinking when thinking back to it now the best part of it for me was sam and bucky's dynamic and watching sam go through this journey of becoming and accepting being Captain America.
0: I think we'll all also say um, it is it's So it is quite funny a little bit where it's just like, oh, here we are, Endgame. Here we are, Sam Wilson, you're Captain America now. And then he's like, I don't want to be Captain America now. And it's like, all right, someone else will be Captain America now. I was like, well, we don't want him to be Captain America now. I want to be Captain America again. P- Steve gave me the shield. I want to be Captain America now. So we just end up where we were at the beginning.
1: Yeah, it, feel, it feels Basically, a bit like... like... Yeah, it just feels like the journey they went on wasn't needed, and not not in that way, but yeah, you know, you know, like you said, like you know what I mean.
0: I'll say I like the journey that I do like the journey that Sam goes through, you know, uh, meeting Isaiah Bradley and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, I thought Wyatt Russell was great as um, John Walker. Yep, Um, I think they did that. They handled his character quite well, and like made him made him sort of. Sort of not, like, villainous, but, like, menacing a little bit. Or, like, you know, unhinged. Mm. And the, when when he kills that guy and is like, oh, now there's blood on the shield. I thought that was all really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did like the dynamic between um, Sam and Bucky. Um, I liked how Bucky's handled in this, especially, like, you know, coming back from his point of being like, oh, I'm brainwashed Russian soldier and now I'm normal again, but now I've got to try and sort of figure out where my place is in all this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's also that scene where it shows him, like you know, where he's in Wakanda, and there's the um, Dora Milaje soldier who's reading him his his um, trigger words again.
1: Oh god, yeah.
0: And he just gets like very emotional when he's like, "Oh, I'm free." Like that's a really good scene. Um, I forgot about that. The 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 whole villain subplot thing. But you got fucking what's her name? Uh, uh, What's that? What is her name? (laughs) Um, Sharon Sharon Carter. Carter. Yeah um her is like she's the power broker whoever the fuck that is um it's like, all right cool that there was also the show that introduced us to um Val so you know we've got that's some set up for the future yeah so there is set up for the future i mean there's yeah the,
1: this show has a lot of set up for the future there's no doubt and about if, that if
0: anything the show really only sets up thunderbolts yeah i also like there's isn't there the ep- there's i don't know, it's the episode where like sam and bucky just re- repair a boat Together, that was pretty cool. Yeah. There's some there's a lot of good moments in the show overall. Um There's there's good moments but it's still forgetful. I think, I think that's probably because of the dis how long it's been since then. There's been a lot of stuff since then as well. Like I, I, I'm finding it hard to remember things, I'm just remembering that I did like it a lot. Yeah. That's all I'm remembering.
1: I, th- I think for me if I had to think of a ranking I'd give it I'd give it just a show. But I think that's also because of the fact I haven't seen it in so long, and we've had so much since then. I think saying it's it's one of the top two options, I don't think would be a, a fair no. choice.
0: I'm gonna go back and retroactively retroactively change my WandaVision Vision one to just a show, though. Actually, okay. I think um, it could change again because I want to give Falcon and the Winter Soldier memorable as well. Like, because I, I did like it. I know. Well, I know it's not memorable in the sense that. I don't know then. Do I give it just a show as well? Because it's like I can't. Re- yeah, I mean I don't remember every single beat and all that, but like I just remember enjoying it while it was on. Yeah. it's one of those ones where when it maybe I get it is one of those ones that does suffer from the whole week to week structure. Let's just stretch out a film a film story over the course of six episodes. Yeah, and it it does suffer from that. Like similar to how like the only other recent example I can think of is Obi Wan. You know. Yeah, I agree. Like how that could have worked as a film or as like a special, whatever they could have done, that would have probably been better. Yeah. Um, than a show. So, you know, that's why I'm thinking. And I think that is what hurt Falcon and the Winter Soldier. To be honest, I think, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. I think that's
1: what hurt, what's hurt a lot of these Disney plus shows.
0: Yeah. That's, that's going to crop up a lot in each, each show we talk about. Um, I think, I think for me, there's only one,
1: that didn't feel like that. We'll, which I'll we'll, get we'll
0: get to We'll get there. We'll get there. Let's not spoil our opinions. <laughs> um But yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier overall I did enjoy it. And I enjoyed how like at the end it changes to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yes. And yes, we are so getting a new I. a new Captain America film with him as the villain. His the him as the villain, him as the Captain America. Yep. The leader is gonna be the villain. Yeah, that'll be good. So um yeah, I mean I liked I liked it. But, yeah, it's the distance is probably what's hurt it. Um, can I take um, a guess at what came next?
1: No. Go on then. Was it... It's between that and that. It's between... Was it Eternals?
0: No. It was Loki.
1: Oh, my God. Fair. All right.
0: I was completely out of the pool, but... so loki was a show where we were all like okay how's this all gonna work we know loki got away what's gonna happen and then it's like oh shit you know what this is actually pretty solid (laughs) i was gonna say this is this is the one i was talking about where
1: i said it didn't necessarily feel like it was structured as a film Um, oh is this the one you okay sorry yeah it was this one and also there's a
0: couple of other ones that aren't but i will get to those anyway but yeah no i know this was definitely one that felt it was approached as a show because it was definitely was supposed to be like a sort of I can't think of a show it's similar to, but this was one that was definitely approached as a show.
1: This was this was probably my, this is probably my favorite plus Disney plus series in um, general. Yeah, it, well, sorry, my, my favorite Disney plus
0: Marvel series. Okay, are we going to say in general? Um, I was like, oh my god, it, when when shows such as uh, High School Musical, the show, the series, whatever it's fucking called, <laughs> High School Musical, the musical, the series. That's it. <laughs> that's ridiculous name for a show it really
1: is um yeah i think i think for me and i think you just hit the nail on the head going into it i was very much like oh okay it's just going to be low-key on different adventures what's really how's this all going to tie together how what's really going to be the point and then you watch like the first just even the first two episodes and you just go holy shit this is this is really bloody good
0: I think it's um, re- what's affected I know it's weird because it's like we've we've seen Loki's story obviously we see him get to the point where he's like I'm actually redeemed now I'm not going to double cross Thor this time I'm going to actually try and kill Thanos and then he dies. Yeah. Um so it's like we've seen that story we've got to that point where we have a Loki who we 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 know is heavily leaning towards the good side. Yeah. So to go back and have this Loki, which is taken out of the Avengers when he's at his most villainous, yep. Um, and then see where that goes. And everyone, I understand, like when people would have been a bit skeptical about doing that and being like, "Okay, so we're just going to get bad Loki again." But like, it very quickly, just goes, "No, this is all the shit that's actually happened to you in the real timeline."
1: <laughs> yeah, and he very, and he's the arc he goes on the kind of the journey he goes on the journey the series takes. I think is really well handled i think he's quite well written
0: he um, learns to love himself but as a woman yeah
1: <laughs> i think i think the cliffhangers at the end of most of the episodes kept me engaged and going oh, okay i can't wait for next week um and there were at bits the end... that
0: weren't the greatest but like i don't remember those bad things as much as i remember the stuff i liked
1: yeah yeah exactly um
0: I mean, Loki was yeah. a lot of fun. I really liked um, Mobius, and we got our
1: first appearance of Jonathan Majors in the MCU as well.
0: That final episode is the best episode
1: of the show. Yeah, hundred percent, without a doubt.
0: Like, but it's funny because it's Jonathan Majors just steals the entire show with that one like moment. Like, without that, that whole last episode, and it's like Jesus Christ, he's so good. It it makes you realize
1: like just how <coughs> good he's going to be as
0: kang um
1: it, it it's just,
0: like it, i i said it's like i say i've only seen him in a few things but like he's imme- immediately becoming one of my favorite actors like oh he's so, so good. good
1: so good um i would thing is right i want to give this bingeable right but then my other thing is would this i did, obviously i didn't binge so we watch this week, no, to it, week
0: it's it's the i don't then I do. We need to maybe try and find a better one for the TV top spot because, like, I'd is, say re- it, I'd say renewed. Well, the thing is, I don't. I don't. The reason I don't like that one is because, I mean, it already had. We. We. It was already confirmed to get a season two before, wasn't it? <laughs> like before it even came. No,
1: no, back. I know. But I'm just talking about like um, as a replacement for Bin Mole. We,
0: we could just call it top. <laughs> we could just call it best show ever. Yeah. We could just, you know, that might just be easier. I wanted to be cool, cute, and cool with my thing, but like it doesn't work. And for, for movies, I think I have best movie yeah. But so we should call it best show ever. Okay, well I'll give this.
1: Yeah. I'd give this a best show ever. I think. I don't know if it would work. I think. I mean, I think it would work as a binge, but I also think the think fact it, it was week to week, I think, really get kept me.
0: I think any show can work good as a binge. To be fair, yeah, but yeah, I'd give this best show ever. I, all I right, but first fucking off, loved it. off, before we, well, I say first off, before we uh, move on, though, does it reference the blip? No, <laughs> no, because it takes place technically in a world outside of the blip, or before. I think the blip. they do speak about it.
1: Do they? Mm. They do but speak it also- about it when Loki's. Oh no, they don't.
0: No, well, I meant more like, are they like you know? It, it doesn't take place in that timeline, so. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't reference the blip, but it does set up. It sets up loads of the future. <laughs> well, it, it sets up the multiverse in ge- as well in general. I mean, obviously, WandaVision did the multiverse first by like implying there was other multiversal stuff happening. Yeah, and also at the end where she's like, "Oh, I can there, there are I can then my children are still out there somewhere." Um, but then this show outright goes, "Yeah, there are other universes." Blah blah blah. Kang is in many universes, and it sets up Kang, who is the villain of the whole series going forward. Yes. I wouldn't... I know it might not happen, but something I'd like to see and maybe wouldn't be surprised if they do is... I think I referenced this... I think I spoke about this to you before, but, like, I'd like to see them bring together, like, a random little team of Avengers for the next Avengers movie.
1: Yeah, I'd like that.
0: But include, like, Loki because he's actually had experience with Kang. Yeah, I wonder if they will include him. Like, so you don't have to have... Thor, for example, you don't have to just for you don't have to force him in there, he's had no no experience with Kang and stuff like that. But if they go with a team of people that are like, oh no, we actually know what's going on, we know Kang. I feel like there are other things that will play into it, obviously, that we've yet to see, but like it'll be cool if that's just like, Oh, I'm just a different Loki, but yeah. I'm, I'm here to help.
1: Yeah, exactly, I agree.
0: And I don't know if I said this to you or someone else, but something I'd like to see for an actual Avengers sub- because you know when, like, they first announced they were doing the Avengers, like, when they first announced it was building to an Avengers film? Yes. Like, I think we all had this expectation. A lot of us probably had this expectation it was going to be like, oh, that means they're just going to have Avengers films where it's going to be just, like, the roster get-together and just do adventures a lot. But it's very much not been that, and Avengers films have become event films. Yeah. So something I'd like to see them do is hire a writer, director, or whatever, hire or a team of writers, whatever, Choose I don't know six random superheroes that are currently in the MCU. Right. right, and and give them a villain for example. It doesn't matter. I don't know what speci- how this would specifically work. But then choose those six random Avengers, random completely, and then just be like write a sto- write an Avengers film, but they're your Avengers.
1: Yeah, they could do like That'd be that is your team.
0: Like that's your team. Those six heroes are your team of Avengers. Now write a story for them.
1: And see if it sticks. See if it works.
0: And it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, it has to then lead to a series of just that team. But it's just like the Avengers. I mean, we haven't. Are supposed to be like a? There's like all these heroes that can come together at any point and save the world, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like, but the. I mean, the Justice League are the same. Oh yeah, no, of course they are. Yeah, yeah. It's meant to be. Well, it's meant to be like, oh yeah, we all operate. We all kind of work together. We have our own adventures, yeah. But we all kind of come together for these big events. Yeah.
1: If there's a bigger thing we're needed, we'll band together, kind of thing. But.
0: Yeah, but it's an example of just like... Sometimes you'll be reading like a random comic story and it will be like, oh shit, the Avengers are there. (laughs) But it's like not a team that you're familiar with maybe. It's like, oh, we're just a random gang of heroes that we're we're the Avengers for a week. (laughs) We're the British Avengers. But it'd be be pretty cool. I don't know. I'd like... Yeah, but yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Loki does things. I like Loki. We're moving on to the next thing, which is Black Widow.
1: You see with black widow right as a film Mm -hmm. it's a good film but it's just it i think it came and was released at the wrong time
0: i think everybody thinks that
1: (laughs) it's not needed i get why they did it it's
0: not it's it it is needed but it was needed earlier it was needed in phase three not in phase we could have it could have been released before endgame. Like you could have yeah. made this film before endgame. It feels like it was written before endgame, so do
1: you know what? If it was released before endgame, it would have made endgame even more powerful. I think. And I think for me You
0: could in the future if you wanted to, if you were ever watching someone we're watching the Avengers with like, I don't know, your children or something like that someday. Yeah. You could just say, oh yeah, it did come... Just cut out the... I mean, somehow you have to work this out. Don't show them the end credits scene and just say, oh yeah, this came out before Endgame and just watch it before Endgame.
1: <laughs> yeah, I might have to. Well, I think, for me, the thing that that gives us a lower ranking is purely the fact that because of... And this sounds really bad. It's not against anyone that's made the film, or anyone else worked on the film, but because of when it was released and what we already know about the character and stuff, I just didn't really care.
0: But... That's fair, but out of the context of the MCU, yeah. Look at it as just a film on its own.
1: Yeah, as a film, the the context of the film and like, like I really like Florence Pugh. That, I, liked, like,
0: yeah.
1: I liked, yeah. I think, um, no, I mean,
0: Florence Pugh steals the show in that film.
1: Yeah, I like Natasha and Yelena's relationship. it hey, was um, fun. Yep, I I liked all of that, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really stand out to me in no, any way a, apart from Florence Pugh.
0: As a Natasha Romanoff story, I really liked it. I thought it was. I really. I do. To be fair, I. I. I did. I saw Black Widow twice in the cinema. So oh fair, um, mainly because I watched it again with two different people. But like, I really liked it. Like that intro, that um, that you know when they're kids in that, and yeah, they're running away from, from the American government and the FBI. <laughs> I don't know who they're running away from. Shield. <laughs> e- oh shit. Somebody. Um, I can't remember yeah, wait, now. I don't remember. But like then there's that like opening credits se- sequence, but that has the um smells like Teen Spirit cover over it. It's like really, I don't know it was like it went had a certain tone to it that I really liked. You've um, made you you've made quite a good point for me actually. The villain plot wasn't great, obviously, but it does fill in some gaps in like Natasha's story.
1: Yeah, I didn't expect Ray Winston to be the villain,
0: but I didn't expect Ray. I mean, when he was cast, I probably thought he was going to be the villain, but like I didn't expect him to be a Russian.
1: You know what? Just because you've said it, it, it kind of reminds me. My problem with this is, and with a lot of Phase Four in general, is it's not made me want to rewatch it. I've not gone back and rewatched it. I've not gone back and rewatched a lot of these. Not, not necessarily because I'm gone. Oh no, that was crap. I might have walked out and gone, oh that was great. But when it comes on Disney Do Plus or something, I've not gone. Yeah, let's rewatch it. I've just gone. Do you know
0: why? You know I think one of the what well, I think one of the problems of why why that might be the case for a lot of people now. What? what? Is there's just too much stuff. You already know that there's another thing coming. Yeah, there's been like shit loads. So you're just all your mind is always on the next thing immediately after watching it. Like yeah, that's how I am. Like I've been okay. I've seen it. I don't have to watch it like again. But that's how I am with most things now. I don't really rewatch anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Like there's only so much time in life. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. But um. Anyway, so it doesn't reference the blip because it takes place before the blip. Correct. Correct. Uh, does it set something up for the future? Yes, thunderbolts. Yes. Because half of the thunderbolts are in that film. <laughs> Florence View, oh, Red Guardian, and Taskmaster. Fucking hell yeah! <laughs> um, and Val and Val's in it. Cause she's in the end credits. Um, I like. No, I, I I enjoyed it. Like mainly for the dynamic with the characters and that, but like. I did like it. I'll give it memorable.
1: Oh, uh, I'd give it. It's either just a movie or forgettable for me. <gasps> go, go, go with your heart. I'm going with forgettable. Unfortunately. Um, Forget about it. You never know. If I rewatch it at any time soon, my opinion might change. But. Um, Forget now, about it.
0: Yeah. Um. So the next was Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I goddamn
1: loved this. I loved this film.
0: I didn't the first time I saw it because I had a bad cinema experience, but when I watched it when it was on Disney Plus, I I like fell in love with it. Yeah, this is my.
1: Well, yeah, it's one of my favourites. I I. Yeah. I just love everything about it. I loved. I... Right. Tell me if I'm pronouncing his name right. Simu Liu. Simu Liu. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought he was just. Brilliant! I think the directing by Daniel Destin, Daniel Destin. It's Destin Daniel Cretton. Destin Daniel Cretton, sorry. <laughs> um, I think he did a great job, and it makes me really excited for what he's going to do with Avengers. Um, I yeah, I just, I just loved everything about this film. I saw it twice in the cinema. Um, and both times like when you sometimes when you see a film the second time you have a bit more of it oh okay yeah that no, was good it just wasn't as good as the first time i saw it but for me both times i loved them equally just as much like it just i just That's had a the,
0: great time something i feel about mcu films and i've said this before as well is that the first time you see it you go in with so with like with all your expectations with but also like all your i want to know what's gonna like you're you're very anxious about seeing it in a sense because you just want to be able to pick up on everything kind of thing yeah like, and you don't, you've got expectations, but you don't know what to expect. Um, the second time you watch it, you've seen it. So you just get to comfortably watch it. Yes, I agree with that. Like, and I feel like I only ever feel like that with Marvel movies. Like any other normal film, I'll go in and I'll be like, I don't know. Most of the time, I don't know what to expect when I go and watch another film. Unless I've seen, like, obviously I've seen oh, I've seen a trailer. That looks good. I'll go and see that. And then you just get to watch a film. <laughs> Yeah, with the, yeah, with the yeah, Marvel exactly. movies, it's like, oh, there's so much hype about it. You're you're always theorizing about what you're gonna see. So then, you yeah, have, your much... mind has to your mind has to settle on what you've seen before you could then, like be able to enjoy it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like you have th- to be you like, go... I have to push out all of my ideas of what I wanted this to be and just embrace it for what it is. Like, <laughs> it's almost like the first time you see a Marvel film, and I'm don't mean it in a bad way at all, but like, it's like,
1: it's like the first time you see it, you see it just to stop the theorizing. And just to stop that expectation, and then like you said, when you see it again. You go to see it again just so you can go and see the film. It's like I know yeah, that's the first the time. Case, you, but the,
0: the, it's like the first time you see it, it's because you have to. The second time is because you want to.
1: Yeah, but like like for example with Spider Man, right? I was always going to go see that on opening night. But yeah, my first viewing was to finally quash all the rumors
0: and find out what the fuck was going on. And see, then the, the second time some... I saw it was just to enjoy it. There are some occasions where I have only seen the film once in the cinema, like all once in general. But like. Because I I saw what I saw Far From Home once and then I didn't see it again until they re-released it this year. Yeah. No way home. Sorry, I think I said Far From Home. Um. Anyway, we're not talking about that one. We're talking about Shang Chi. Um, also, Shang Chi. Great fight choreography as well. I think, uh, and I I've heard other people say this, and I agree with the point. The best the entire the best action sequence in the entire film is the scene on the bus, and that's quite early. Yeah, no,
1: I'd agree with that. I would agree with but,
0: that. But so, like, but that doesn't mean the film is let down. I just feel like it does sort of devolve into a normal sort of MCU action thing. Although I feel like the way it's shot is different. I like to the lot of other stuff we have, um, but yeah, it, yeah, I really I think, enjoyed the action as well. I like that, like, even though everyone in the MCU pretty much knows martial arts, it's good to see actual martial arts. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the scene, the fight scene on the bus,
1: and I also like the fight scene. Um, when they're kind of being chased out of the club, you know, they're on that, that scaffolding yeah. outside the building. Yeah. And then that develops into the chase. I really liked that. But this, this was one of the films that I came out. I immediately wanted to rewatch it. And I was immediately stoked, not just to see another film, but to see the character of Shang-Chi again. Like I want to know where he goes next
0: and what happens next for him, particularly. Um, but Simon he's got, he's, he's, He's very charismatic. He really carries his character as well. Um, I've only seen him in a couple of things, but, like, I say a couple of things, this and the, the um, sitcom he was in, but, like, he's got that energy about him where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm... he's got, like, main character energy, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with that. But, um, um, in a good I'd... way. I think he's very good. Um, and I, def- I'd... I definitely want to see more of this.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, I'd give this best movie ever for me, personally.
0: Yeah, I'd go with that um absolutely loved it um it's cool because it's also quite like it the beginning has the stuff with um because we haven't even talked about tony long yet
1: oh god yeah
0: fantastic as the mandarin like i really like the whole idea of just like oh i'm i mean yeah i've lived for a long time and yeah i'm sort of a bad guy but i'm not really that bad when i've got a family (laughs) yeah um and I like that idea of like everything. I mean, we've seen it a few times anyway, but like any, everything he's doing isn't, it's not for him. It's for like, because he wants his, he thinks his wife's back. Yeah. It's like, the, 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 then it comes to like the whole, that, that whole thing is sort of not very clear what's going on there. Like, it's just, oh, there's this another like little hidden dimension on the planet, which is kind of similar to what they do in Ms. Marvel, where it's mm. like, oh, they're, 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 they live, they come from another dimension that's like basically on our planet. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. You can you can understand why he's doing what he's doing because it takes the
0: actually, time. So I I mean I actually get to it. There's actually a couple of, a couple of things, but a couple of links between like Ms Marvel and Shang Chi as well. Yeah. Because you've got like you've got well, cause you've got um. Well, you got the bangle and the rings. The bangle and the rings. The the, the there's a ten ring symbol in Ms Marvel. Yes. When they find the bang- where they where they find the um bangle. And then you've also got the fact that both the the villain sort of thing. So you've got like there's these there's that you know that village that's hidden? Yeah. Where there's all the mythical creatures and stuff like that. I can't remember the words for it, the name of it specifically anymore. But like that is it's a plane that exists on our planet, but we can't get to it.
1: Yes, correct.
0: Which is exactly the same as where the villains in Ms. Marvel come from. Not the same place exactly, but the same situation.
1: Clan, clandestines? Is that they're the that's what they, yeah, they
0: call themselves the clandestines, yeah, but like they're wherever their dimension is, it's on our planet, but we can't see it, yes. Like, so there are similarities between those two shows, the the show and the film. So I feel like that's what I'm saying is that I feel like there's actually some credence to both of them things existing, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I like the motivation of Tony Long. Um, and I like the fight with him, actually. I like them two fighting. It's just annoying that it's just on a grey background. <laughs> I think it's because there's more emotion in that fight because he's obviously father and son. I mean, it's also easier to film on a yeah. grey background.
1: No, I meant, I meant the reason, like... <laughs> oh, the fight. You like yeah. that yeah.
0: fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely that point of, like, Chung-Chi's just like, you know, this is, is where he you know, has that... Obviously, it's a trailer shot as well. He's like, is this what you want? Yeah, I love that shot. And then he gets all the rings and he's like, I'm Ten Rings man now.
1: I might have to rewatch this tonight. I'm really in the mood to rewatch it.
0: I've been wanting to rewatch it for a while, I just haven't. I've been yeah. needing to get through other things. But yeah, we both said best movie ever. Correct. But Correct. no blip references. Nope. Uh, definitely it does sets set up, up something. It sets up a mystery. It that... sets up the Ten Rings being led by his sister, which is apparently going to be a series. Yep, and it point. sets
1: up the. The mystery, the mystery of, of the rings, the rings, where they come from, which, which could also link, le- link to both Miss Marvel and possibly Ant Man, as well.
0: Yeah, we've because obviously what we've seen in the trailers, how everything they look like the rings.
1: Um, that's definitely an element that they're gonna bring back and recur both in, again, in Ant Man and, and the Marvels, but maybe for like Kang Dynasty, maybe these these. Kind I mean, he'll definitely element. come back.
0: To, he's definitely gonna be in Kang Dynasty. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I just—it's annoying that we have. It doesn't feel like we're going to see him sharpen anything else until then, unless he's like secretly in the Marvels or something like that. I mean, possibly could It to do with the bangle. Um, because Kamala's obviously, bangle. And how um, Carol Danvers is somehow on Earth now. Yeah. Whatever's happening with that, we'll find out.
1: Oh wait, because she, she obviously she obviously knows who Shang Chi is because they meet at the they end. Talk, of they've Shang-Chi. spoken. Yeah, they've spoken. Yeah. So maybe she knows because of the energy of the rings, maybe. Again, this is just literally me speculating, but oh, maybe it's all she goes to him, yeah, to, in order to to get to Kamala and help uh, Kamala. Yeah.
0: Maybe, well, maybe, yeah.
1: That Who that knows? is modern. it. Probably won't happen, Who but it'll be fun. We'll find out.
0: I <clears> um, thing I was gonna say. I also like how quickly the film film moves along, but like how it's like it introduces us to um, Sean and his life. Yeah. Um, and like he's like, yeah, I'm just a, I'm just a valet driver, blah blah blah. I've got my best friend Aquafina. Nothing romantic at this time, but they probably, they'll probably force that out our throats at some point. Yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't go romantic. It doesn't need to. <laughs> Can't they just be friends?
1: <laughs> they have a really nice dynamic as well yeah. in the film. But then
0: it's like we see them on their one day at work, and then it's like, oh, it's the next morning. He's um, going to meet her. Like. And then it's like, oh shit! Now there's stuff going down on the bus. Like immediately, it's like it gets quickly into the plot.
1: Yeah, it's unexpected, just like it would be in real life, in a sense. Like it's very,
0: yeah, it's very good. I think it's very well paced for that film. How it's just like it doesn't spend too much time with us in his normal life before it gets to the, the actual stuff. Correct. Yeah. There's no like real big origin story happening. It's like, no, I'm already really good at martial arts, and then we kind of get to learn more about his story as he's like revealing it to Aquafina, who is basically like the audience surrogate. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because all of this is new to her, whereas to him, it's like vaguely familiar. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. Anyway, next up is What If. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, think What, what If had what some. If? I think What If had some good episodes, but like it, overall, it wasn't amazing.
1: It had some standard episodes for me. Um, I think my favourite was the zombies episode, but yeah, I think I think. As a whole, it's fine. I um, I watch series two. I enjoyed series one, but I don't think
0: it's just a fun I'm... little like show, isn't it? It's just like it's not meant to be anything important or big.
1: If the big, the biggest thing for me is when it was airing, it felt like a bit of a breather from all the kind of with the other shows and the other films are kind of very integral to something. It's either integral to the future of the plot or referencing the blip or something like that. With this, it just felt a bit like a breather because it was just a separate anthology-type series um, of what-if sometimes
0: Even though it did did all come together in the end.
1: Yeah. Um, But it was was nice just to have a bit of a a break.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, So it doesn't reference the blip. Nope. And it doesn't really... I mean, does it set up anything for the future? I guess Captain Carter shows up in it.
1: Maybe with that and the Watcher, but I wouldn't say it's. Nah,
0: I don't think it's. I wouldn't say it's really that's, important that's at the moment. It might. It might. Who knows? We'll find out. Like it. if, like I'll for example,
1: it. on your, what was is is the middle ranking like just a show?
0: Yeah.
1: See, that's all it is for me. Yeah,
0: that's fair.
1: Not um, a bad thing. No, not, a, not show, a bad thing at bad all. Thing. Like I, I will watch series two. I enjoyed series one, but it's not. It's not bad, Obviously, but it's not integral.
0: Obviously, they're making it. They're making a um, actual zombie show now as well. I'm which excited. Which isn't going to be linked to the special. To no, the episodes, I'm excited for that. And both Shang Chi and Aquafina are going to be in that team. Nice. They already confirmed that because they confirmed the team, I think, at one of the comic cons or something like that. Yeah, um, they did. But next up is uh, one that a lot of people don't like, but it's all right. Eternals. Eternals. Eternal. Sorry. Eternals, um, E-turtles, e- um,
1: E-turtles. Again, I've only seen this the once. <sighs> you see, I don't. Uh, I don't really. I don't really know my feelings towards Eternals. I don't. I don't love it. I'll be honest. Um, no, that's fine. I appreciate. Does, <laughs> I appreciate what it was doing and what it was trying to do and achieve. Um, I liked some of the characters, like I liked Cersei. I liked Dane. Uh, I can't remember his surname in, in the in the film. Whitman. Whitman. That's it. Um, but I've forgotten a, a fair bit of it, and I just it didn't. I don't know what this is. This is the thing that aggravates me the most is I didn't love it. I didn't like it very much because it didn't stand out to me. But I couldn't. I can't explain why. I can't explain why I, it didn't stand out to me. Um and maybe therein lies the, the
0: the frustration and the reasoning. Um But yeah, it was fine. I liked it. I still I mean I've still I've only seen it twice, but like thinking about it I I do like it. I'm not I don't it's not the one of the best ones, it is one of the like the more middling ones, but um and it was one that we all expected would be a bit better and would do more celestial stuff. But I, I can see what like was they were trying to do with it, and I think a big part of the problem was the screenwriters. Yeah, um, maybe if Chloe Zhao had been more in like had more influence over the writing of the actual story, it could have been more effective. But it was handed to screenwriters. Um, I know there's talk about the possibility of a sequel coming up, and like I think I think it's actually Patton Oswalt who has said there's a sequel coming. Yeah. Because obviously he plays Pip the Troll. Oh, yeah. Um, set up Harry Styles. They've got to make a sequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got paid like an astronomical amount of money by Marvel. I signed like a massive contract with him or something like that. It's not surprising though, is it? No. Um, no, I did like a lot. I like um, how it opens up this like different part of the MCU. How it is more like, oh, yeah, you know, the big. we knew the Celestials were out there, but like now we actually see them. Um yeah. And I did like the, the the team for the Eternals. I liked I thought I did think Richard Madden's character was so wooden or his acting was really wooden.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan of him, but I liked um uh Brian Brian I Tyree know, Henry. That's
0: yeah. the one. Yeah. I liked him. We, I like I really liked Ange- Angelina Jolie in it. I liked yep. her character a lot. I liked um, Gilgamesh a lot as well. Yeah, Gilgamesh was fun. Uh he's dead now, but
1: um Sprite. Sprite was just Sprite was a pain in the ass, but I guess that was really? the
0: really. Why was she a pain in the ass? Why didn't you like Sprite? <laughs>
1: I just found I just found her too annoying. I got what she, she didn't really was saying. Do anything? I, how I was got, she
0: annoying?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I, again, I can't. She wasn't like an annoying
0: psychic who was always going hey me meh 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 Yeah, she was like no. But that's my um, biggest.
1: Frustra- that's what I'm saying. That's my biggest frustration with this film is there's a lot of this film that I just didn't didn't sit with or didn't click with, even though I wanted to. But if you someone said to me it was like oh why didn't why didn't that work for you and i would be like. I don't know. I just didn't like it. And I, I guess it's the fact I don't have any reasoning is was the most frustrating part.
0: Um, well, it it definitely references the blip. It does, yes. And it does sort of set up things for the future if we do see future stuff from this. Like Maybe Arisham's going to come back and be like, I've still got your Eternals. Because um, obviously the only ones on Earth now is Sprite. And that's it. Right, oh, yeah, yeah, it takes the rest, yeah, who gets taken at the, at the end, do wait, Cersei. Who gets, so, Cersei, so um, Circe, and Gianni. Kingo, yeah, I like Kingo a lot, I like coming and journey in it, him and his right. him and his little psychic friend, they were fun, yeah, <laughs> but I like them, um Barry, Barry Keo, Keegan, however you say his name, yep,, he's good, I liked him, and the fast one, the one that can run fast. Oh, wait, yeah. they went into space, didn't they? They did. I can't, remember <laughs> I can't remember why, but they went into space. And then that's when um, Harry Styles pops in and he's like, I'm Thanos' cousin, brother, or whatever it was. Brother, because Angina Jolie's supposed to be his cousin. Um, random. Makes no sense, but it's it's all right. I mean, I'd like to see more of the actual Eternal stuff, but technically it sets up Blade, so... True sort of it tells us blade is around and dane whitman's got the um ebony blade but like we've confirmed that oh yeah the ebony blade will show up in the blade film but we don't know if kit harrington's going to yet <laughs> true i think for me at least for now
1: purely because i don't really remember a lot of it and i I do i do need to rewatch it but i am going to give it forgettable um that's fair
0: no that's fair <clears throat> you, you're allowed to say what you want even if it's Thank wrong you.
1: I am going to make a case of re-watching it, because I haven't watched it since I saw it in the cinema last year. Um, and I think because I've not watched it in know, that that long, maybe, it'll, maybe I'll watch it and I'll actually absolutely love it.
0: Um, I think I'll give it just a film then. But yeah, that's what I'm going to give it. I think I'll give it just a film. doesn't technically work in my rankings, but whatever. <laughs> um, But then again, uh, then again... After Eternals, we got um, what I can imagine is going to be top of both of our lists, Spider-Man No Way Home.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that goes without saying. We spoke about this a lot, but it is the top of
0: my list. We have a whole episode about it and and Hawkeye, so go and listen to that if you want to hear more. But right now, all we're going to say is, I think it was everything we wanted it to be, wasn't it? Everything we wanted and more, yeah. And I think, I think,
1: for me, the, the, the film is worth best best film ever purely for tom holland's performance alone i think his performance is outstanding in that film
0: um i think it goes to the dark knight just for he pledges performance alone fuck off <laughs> we, we can planet reference to anybody who might know that
1: um but yeah um, yeah absolutely i have no ju-
0: i've seen sit over time i've seen so many people like criticize the film now and i just like but their criticisms are never like valid. It's always like, oh, it's just nostalgia bait. It's just basically, it's just trying to hit like, oh, all your nostalgia muscles. And like, not really, because like, Andrew Garfield and Tobey McGuire don't show up until the third act.
1: Yeah, they don't show up until they've. And the, yeah, I think if you if you and the first two acts of the film are great, I don't just love the film because they show up. I love the film because I think it's a strong film. I think it's a it's a good story, and I think the arc that Peter goes on.
0: Mm-hmm. It's It's a good, miserable Peter Parker story. Yeah, and it's not just one of my favourite MCU
1: films. It's just one of my favourite films now. I love this film.
0: And it's one of those things that does bring into... I've seen, obviously, people talk about this a lot. It's like, why do Spider-Man fans love to see Peter Parker miserable? Yeah. (laughs) Why do we love that man's pain? But we do. And it just works for that character. I don't know why, but we don't like him to be happy. So we like him to be Spider-Man on his own with nothing else. I like how it, like... He loses things, he has to make sacrifices. Um, in terms of like a Spider Man story, it hits all of the correct beats, yes. And um, it was very fun to see that like, the old Spider Man come back and that. And they, they didn't, it wasn't like they stole the show when they came back,
1: no. And I, the thing I liked about it the most, which again, you can check our episode on that on Hawkeye, but um, we go into better detail, but it serves the story when they come in it's not just them going oh look we're here it's more of, right, yeah. right we're here because of this we need to go see Peter because we think he needs our help um, I like how they make it serve the story and the fact that it serves the story towards the end they didn't just bring them in at the first act and be like let's just have them all interact for two and a half hours um, it made the movie feel a bit more like a special event um, yeah. but yeah best film ever absolutely absolutely love this film
0: I do like how it gets back to like the status quo, of what Spider-Man is like meant to be as well. Like, you know, not and I know it's, it's not necessary. It does. He doesn't have to be a, a guy who has to hide his identity and has no friends or family. It's like, but it just, it's got us back to that state where it's just like, Oh, he can just be Spider-Man and then have his Peter Parker shit going on as well. Yeah. But, um, so I don't think it does reference the blip this one. It does. It does.
1: It's um, in the because opening, like, in the opening montage. Because it talks about it, it, those those people they've lost. So it's like Tony and Cap and and uh, Natasha, and then it cuts to the news segment showing that's far people. Far
0: from home, isn't it? Oh my fuck! That's, God. that's yeah, far it is. from home. That's far from, from home. home. That's why I'm saying this one doesn't because it takes place after Far from Home, where the blip's already been dealt with. Yeah, you know what? Ignore me. Yeah. I don't think there's any sort of references to whole like the kids in the school and the blip and stuff like that. No, I don't think there is any blip references at all.
1: No, it's more set up for future.
0: Like there, might, there is a reference to them saving the universe together, which isn't really a blip reference, but no, because they've already dealt with it. So we'll say no. But it does, in terms of setting up stuff for the future for the MCU, not really. More for Spider Man. More for Spider Man, which is you know obviously can change at any point. <laughs> Yes. If it's in the MCU or if it's not. If Sony want to have a fit again. Um, so, But in terms of Spider-Man, yes, it does set up stuff for the future. Because there's a black symbiote in the universe now. Correct. Uh, and that will happen at some point in the next film, probably. Probably. And considering it was actually supposed to take place after Doctor Strange. Uh, <laughs> originally. Yeah. We uh, There's no really references to that. Yeah. <laughs> No. Wong does just disappear at one point though, so you know. <laughs> uh <laughs> but yeah, that's Spider Man, that's Spider Man No Way Home. And then the last of twenty twenty one is Hawkeye.
1: Um again, we spoke about this on our episode, so you can go back to it, but Yeah. Long story short, it was good. It was fun. It was a, yeah. It was a fun um,
0: Christmas one.
1: Yeah, Jerry Renner and Hayley Steinfeld's dynamic was really interesting um yep. and and fun to watch develop over the six episodes
0: yeah um florence Pugh as elena again is great comes in and has fun i think um, yeah her and um her and uh kate bishop together they have some fun scenes yeah um the return of kingpin is was always
1: was always great to see yep um yeah, I think I think it's really, I think it'd be a good binge as well. Like we said, everything would, but I think this in particular would work quite well as a binge,
0: as a um, as like a yeah binge, yeah. Because um, I think this is one of the ones that is hurt by that structure as well, like how it's split into episodes when it probably could have worked as like a film. Yeah. Um, so. Um, but I'd um, give this does does it reference to Blip? Yee... Yee... Oh no. Oh, it does. I mean, it does. Of... It does because of what Hawkeye was doing during the blip.
1: Yeah, and it does in terms of you know he talks about Natasha a few times, and
0: that's more the events of Avengers that like rather rather of the film rather than the actual you, blip itself. You also get you also get the scene of Yelena coming back. Oh yeah, that's when that scene's in. That's I was forget trying to think where that scene was. Yeah, of course, it does reference the blip. Also because of how it does reference what Hawkeye was doing during the blip as well. Yeah. Um, So yeah, yes, references to the blip. Sets up for the future, yes, Thunderbolts. Um, Sort of. Right? Yeah, I'd say it would. I mean, it's only Florence Pugh. She's there because of Val. We don't see Val. No, it also sets up Echo, doesn't it? Yeah. And Daredevil. Because they're going to link, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. Um... But overall yeah this is one I would get just a show. I would give this oh, Shit.
1: Um yeah just a show I think
0: mainly because like I can't I couldn't pick you say anything that like was what a favorite moment I could only really say like yeah I like the dynamic. Um yeah and also just because I didn't think anything of like the villain plots and how Kingpin was kind of just like shoehorned in at the end. Like I'm not yeah, saying it's I'd... I like seeing him back, I like knowing he's back. I just do think it was very forced.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd agree.
0: Um So, that's Hawkeye. I guess we haven't really got any, anything else much say, to say about it. Not really. Like I'd like to see I wonder I I do wonder where those characters are going to come back. Yeah. Because as it stands, I could could not tell you, even give you any like an idea of where they would come back.
1: They're the only two characters that I'm like out of all of these characters in Phase Four. I'm like, I genuinely don't know if these are coming back.
0: They will. Isn't yeah. it? You don't get Haley Steinfeld to play K Bishop for no reason. No, exactly. You just got to find the right part. Maybe she will be in the Thunderbolts. That doesn't feel right, but it wouldn't surprise me. It Wouldn't surprise me. If both those characters did show up in the Thunderbolts. Thank you for listening to this episode. The next part will be released very soon. In the meantime, you can follow us at Two Smoky Microphones on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, and you can follow both me and Harry on Twitter at ConnorJordan underscore ninety-six and at HarryYoungEdits. Thank you for listening and don't forget to enjoy your scones.